This episode is being recorded out of Shop Talk Podcast Studio in Oak Park, Michigan. For more information, visit shoptalkpodcaststudio.com. Yo, what up, though? It's your man, Jay Johnson, a.k.a. the Tinfoil Hat Titan, a.k.a. the Conspiracy Realist, a.k.a. the Technology Snob, Steve Jobs Jr., don't text him with your green bubbles, a.k.a. I only debate my equals, everybody else I teach, also known as Juice, because all the hoes say, J.U. Ice, Young Caesar, because you know you can't roam without me, Mr. If You Don't Like Me, Fight Me. I got kicked out of Noah's Ark because they couldn't find another animal just like me, a.k.a. the West Side T'Challa, the new leader of Wakanda, don't debate me, debate your mama, I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. What up? What up, though? And it's your man Dame going wild. The West Side Landlord. The pride of PA. High Chief Dame don't fuck around. The liquor store legend. The corner store conquistador. Your mama's favorite Dame. And the David Ruffin of the Shop Talk Podcast. Because you know who the fuck they came to see. Not you, Otis. It's no better than these four letters. Thank God for Dame. And if you're speaking on Dame, you better say it nice. And if you don't put the boss in front, then bitch, you're not saying it right. Let's go. Yo, welcome back. Shop Talk Podcast, episode 260. On you hoes. Uh, I mean, that's a long time, man. It is, man. We back on a short, on a short re-up. Yeah. Uh, We're going to drop three times in a week, essentially. Hey, you know, that's how it be sometimes. Yeah. You know what yeah, I'm saying? It feels good, though. Yeah, man. How, how Anything crazy happened since you left the podcast the last time? It did, but I'm not... I'm not... I'm just going to put it like this. I don't even want to speak on it, but I, I almost took like one of the biggest L's I've ever took in my entire life. Yikes. So, you know, God is good, man, because if I didn't have my spotty senses on, it probably could have went a different way. Yeah, well, thank God for, uh, you know, God the spotty sense. man. Uh, just happy to be here. So our last episode, shout out to Detroit Charlie. We had uh, <laughs> Charlie just yelled for basically an hour and a half, but uh, I love him. Man, I got a lot of feedback on that episode. It was, it was definitely very entertaining. Um, Everybody had a lot to say about Charlie. Yeah, man. Good ep- Listen, episode 259, you got to take a listen. Uh, really, in every episode Charlie has been on, he comes with a certain level of, of energy to expect from him. 100%. I think it's his fourth time. And, you know, usually, you know, I let him get on and rock. But this week, I just felt like... You know, sometimes I can be a bit of an asshole. It gets uh, a little bit more controversial every time um, it comes. And I just felt like pushing back. And, you know, it was a really, a really, you know, a really cool conversation. We was go we was having a discussion via text uh for about an hour or so yesterday too. Oh man. Uh but it in real life take it's, no days off. Yeah, it's all love. In real life, it's all Absolutely. love. I know it got kinda heated or it sounded as if it got heated, but when the mics turned off, niggas went <laughs> like, back to normal. Yeah, joking and laughing, <laughs> bullshitting. Niggas went back to normal and, and talking and shit. So everything is all love and shit. Um, but you know, speaking of like returning guests, uh, we got some returning guests, friends of the friends of the show, absolutely, extended whole, family in the building. Squad. No, we we missing, we 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 missing one. Oh yeah, uh, young J- yeah, young dog J. Yeah, 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 but most well, we got most of the squad in the building. For sure, here for the most part. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you know how we want to start off? Who want to kick it off? 
Look, they make Ladies me go first. first. Every Ladies time. First. What up, though? This is P. You know what I mean? In the building. Dot gang. What up? What up, what up? Yeah, yeah. What up, though? <laughs> it's your boy, Chaz, representing 3269, as always. D-Boy. What's up? B-Scarb in the building. Real name, no gimmicks. At Grind Life 313. Man, I can't remember if uh, the last time y'all was here, that was before or after your listening session. Before? Yeah. I believe that was before. Yeah, before yeah, the listening yeah, session. Yeah, man. Yeah. So since you last been here, you didn't drop the project. Yeah, uh, Club Um, I enjoyed it. It seemed like it was well-received. Yeah, yeah, I got, you know what I'm saying, I got... Uh, so you dropped some new not visuals too many. not too long ago? He's like, what? You dropped some more visuals yeah, for it not yeah, too long Crown ago? Yeah, Royal Diary, yeah. yeah. How has it been since you've been released Club Shirley? I mean, it's been nothing but a blessing. Like I say, I haven't, you know what I'm saying, received too much, like, you know, blowback from it. You know what I'm saying? Like, everybody's, you know, been accepting it in their own, own way. You know, I've been respecting all opinions, and just from it, I'm just trying to grow and get better. That's what's up. So... I was just going to ask, like, with, with putting a project out, especially now, like, during the pandemic mm-hmm. and all of that, like, typically, you know, as artists, I know you like to get out there, do your shows, touch the people, like, really connect. Right. But now with the pandemic, it's, you know, it's 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 made that part, that portion of, like, the promo or pushing it a little bit more difficult. So right. beyond just the visuals, how you kind of supporting things? Just going harder on the visuals. You know what I'm saying? Just running them up. And then at the same time, you know what I'm saying, still dropping more music, whether it's just to drop it, whether it's a free downloads uh, project or whether it's something to cop, you know what I'm saying? But running up them visuals, just staying in front of the people, yeah. even if I got to promote old visuals, okay. you know what I'm saying? It's just keeping my face in front of them, you know, because from the outside looking in, they're going to say he working. Yeah. Okay. You know, because it might be because no matter how old something is to me, it's always new to someone if I represent it. You know Facts. what I'm saying? So, That's a fact. Yeah. Now, I have seen you uh, on the socials, on, on some shows, too. Huh? Yeah. You still getting the shows in. Yeah, man. I'm trying, trying to get it in, trying to work out. It's about the closest to a workout I'm going to get. You know what I'm saying? Besides at night. But other than that, you know, like, that's that's about the closest I'm going to get to. So, yeah, I definitely take out every opportunity I can. I feel you. I feel you. <laughs> Uh, this is a question for you and Dot. You can jump in, too. Uh, how was it hitting the stage for the first time after after the pandemic, after it's been so long since you, people can come out there, how was the reception? Was y'all was it like crowded? You know what I'm saying? It can't be as crowded as it normally is in the show. How that how that's been working? Talking about the spring, the summer showcase energy, bro. Um, it was a lot of breathing after that. Performance <laughs> <laughs> on my end, you know what I'm saying? But uh I mean, I I get up there and do my thing like Sometimes them lights be so bright I can't see. Yeah, yeah. You know, so yeah. I really don't be un- I really don't be seeing the reception that I be getting, but I just do my thing anyway. That's you know? the best way. And then I'm next to Dot, so yeah. I know I look. You know what I'm saying? I know I'm straight. <laughs> like I'm next to Dot. Terrible. Well, for uh, well for me, it, it was fun. You know what I'm saying? I was I was anticipating. I was ready. You know what I'm saying? And we, like you said, we just got out there and did our thing, you know. And I was able to see a little bit because the lights was bright as hell. But I was able to see that the crowd was, you know, rocking with us and stuff. They was participating. And, you know, so I know we had something good on the floor. I know? think somebody had a Coney carry out in their hand. <laughs> Holding it, it up. up. Holding <laughs> it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it was nice, though. You know, that the spring and summer showcase, shouts out to Bianca Bad. You know what I'm saying? She put that on. 
And uh, you know, we did we also did the uh a show opening up for Peasy too, you know. And that was dope okay. as well, you know what I'm saying? So our, our first times hitting the stage was, you know, definitely was an addition, you know what I'm saying, to the resume, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Like, we came out the gate swinging, you Where know was the mean? show with Peasy at? It was at the Hilltop. It was in Southfield. It's, uh, it's like a compound, a filming compound. Okay. Nice production, real big, real big screens, nice stage, intimate setting, you know what I'm saying? And it was live streamed. You know what I'm saying? It was also some, a few in-house, you know what I'm saying? But, of course, a pandemic, only so many people allowed in right. there, you know what I'm saying? But it was an, it made the capacity, you know what I'm saying? And then also people was able to watch from home, too. That's what's up. That's what's up. That's dope, man. Um, I've been tuning into um, a lot of y'all uh, sessions. Y'all been hitting the hitting the, um, the media circuit. And I heard y'all talk about uh, performance and, like, having, like, a real show. Like yeah. Not the not the track not playing in the right. background. Yeah, I take I take a lot of pride in that, man. Mm-hmm. You know, we, speak we, on that for me. Huh? Speak speak on that for me. I mean, the way I look at it is like I know I can be brutally honest with myself. I know my name ain't popular like that. So every time I step on the stage, I look at it as me presenting something. Yeah. Where a lot of people will get on stage and act like they track is already a million plus sold. Yeah. You know okay. what I'm saying? When in all reality it's new ears. So just to have that one-on-one connection and paying respect to how it originally was done from the beginning, you know what I'm saying? When you interacted with a fan or audience or whatever as an MC, I just want them to feel a hundred percent me. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like if I'm if I'm blowed and cool that day, I want you to feel that with me. If I'm hyping, you know what I'm saying? I want you, I don't want to just always just rap along with the track. Yeah. That you know what I'm saying it's just a natural feel that I that I desire. You know, and I just think that's the essence of live performance that that just needs to be maintained. I hate going to a show and seeing somebody like riding all over. Like if I wanted to hear that version of it, I I download it, I, I listen to it in the car, but like I came to a show. Like to to hear you rap, to hear to hear mm-hmm. the show, to see what type of MC that you really are. So I mean, I can I can definitely. Yeah, and a lot of times what, people uh, use that as a cheat sheet. Like you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? They forget their lyrics. Absolutely. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like, oh shit, what are you, you know what I'm saying? Let me catch that. You know what I'm saying? So it'd be like, I, and then also what I can say in defense to the people who do, sometimes we be in venues and the sound systems be shitty mm-hmm. as hell. You know what I'm saying? Like Mike's bold. The the the. I mean, no type of investment in the DJ, in the sound system. Period. Like, and, and we don't find out yeah. until we get up there. But it be like, damn, you know, I'm we got to push through though. We push through. At, but yeah, it be them instances. Growing real. up with like going to these Detroit churches, you know what I'm saying? You deal with a bunch of different sound That's systems. You know what Absolutely. I'm saying? So it's like that don't even <laughs> catch me off guard. Yeah. So sometimes you, know? you just got to project. So yeah. People project. And you yeah, still you know? do what you do. You know what I'm saying? You still got to push through. You don't stop. Like you I say, I'll knock it. Like, and we it, have had like the, the mic. Oh my God. Like People, just do better. Just nah, do you better. Can, you can rock out without just, the mic. Just do better, bro. Right. She yelling. <laughs> I, I mean, you know what I'm saying? It's good that I do project because if I didn't project it, it'd be yeah. fucked up. I, you know what I'm saying? People be like, ooh, we got here. You know what I'm saying? I'm. I'm I projects, you know what I'm saying, but yeah, Man, I, I didn't have all type of. I mentioned something similar to that after the uh, the Isis Brothers did they uh, verse that, yeah. and they rap. I mean, they sung over all the tracks, and I was like, "Yo, that's like I wanted to hear them." <laughs> like y'all, like the ultimate professional right. stuff. Right. Like, yo, it's not like this. Not the it's not rehearsing. Right, right. It's not the thing. <laughs> but, but, but they, they were like, sipping. Do, do you think they don't look at it like? 
You know, like they this ain't, really this ain't a con- yeah, like this ain't a concert. Yeah, they were sipping, man. Playing our catalog. Yeah. I'm like, well, listen, okay, if y'all gonna play the catalog, then just play it. But like, y'all sung every single song. You see how slow motion uh, Ryan was like, on something? <laughs> he old. He old. He like, <laughs> you ad libbing or trying to keep up? Hey, but it all sounded good though, you know. <laughs> it was like he, they eighty man. They not gonna remember like that. Yeah, my, yeah, he's my grandma eighty seven, and she know all the words to all the shit. Hey, look, man, probably was up feeling good to it too. And I don't like that excuse because, like, you know. All of us go to concerts. I mean, for me, like I, I remember, I used to go to a lot of Shane Park concerts. You can't Frankie Beverly and all of them. They, Ooh-wee. you know, Frankie's still gonna get up there and, and still gonna get and, it and in. try to sing it. You know, what <laughs> now, in my honest, in my honest opinion, that's who I feel it should have been. That's what I thought. I think yeah. it's, I felt it should have been Earth, Wind, and Fire versus Frank and Beverly. Yeah, because they both was bands. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah, for sure. With major hits like. They both had that natural live band sound. But I mean, the Isley Brothers, they they were a band. and then They, is, know, they, they is a band, but you only know them for one person. You take away that one person because you have nothing. But we always think about the gap. I mean, we always think about them. You know what I'm saying? The Isley, not Isley Brothers, but uh, Earth, Wind, and Fire. Like, it could have like, really been Ron Isley versus Earth, Wind, and Fire, and nobody wouldn't have said nothing. Yeah. You're right. You're right. Nobody, nobody wouldn't say that. No, because because you know the brothers and died off over the years, yeah, and yeah. like it's Ron has become more the focus yeah. of everything that they do because he created like his own character. Yeah, Mr. Big. Yeah, <laughs> but um, but that is that is true, man. What as far as performances and people getting a connection, like I went to um, uh, I guess well, pre-pandemic, I went and seen um, Big Crit, um, Ti Sun opened up. And um, Rhapsody, um, Ti Sun, who I heard like one, I saw like one video from, and I thought it was pretty cool. But like after seeing him perform and listening to him, like, hey yo, this nigga really got it. Like he he don't he don't mm-hmm. rap like his dad. It's more introspective. It wasn't like trap yeah. music. I'm like yo, I went and downloaded all the projects because it's a different intimate feel when yeah. you perform it. It's a connection. Just come off yeah. as a it's better, a different respect. For sure, you know what I'm saying. Like it wasn't that I got lucky in the booth that day. Yeah, you know this is I like this is really my rhyme. Yeah, and then he was out in the crowd. He came and kicked it with us and shit. You know what I'm saying. So like just being personable and having that 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 one on one experience. That's something that you're not gonna get from watching that video on YouTube. Right. You know a saying? live so, performance creates a, a different type of connection between mm-hmm. you and the artist. Like I can remember certain artists like being on the fence about like oh. I don't really know, and then seeing them live and like definitely becoming right. a fan, like yeah. mm-hmm. just the whole experience. And then you know the live setting, you can do so much more. Like, yeah, you can, yeah, you can rap over a track, but like shit, you might incorporate your own band right. or you know you're back and forth with your DJ. So mm-hmm. I mean, it just it gives you a lot of different options with that live performance. Yeah. I got a two part question for y'all. What's the what's the best um, live show that you've actually been to? Did I perform that? Cause no, I ain't been as a fan. Shows. As a fan, yeah, like a concert. None. What? I ain't been there. Jeez, because I'm going. Um... I'm gonna get jealous. <laughs> so you ain't been to a concert before? Oh, he said, I'm going to go and I'm going to get jealous. Oh, we got to fix that. Some people you got to see live. <laughs> Absolutely. I do want to see people live, but I just, you know. I got every time Nas come here, like I, I make it up, I, I got to go. You know what I'm saying? I mean, yeah. I see um, yeah. the closest I've been was. Eddie Griffin. Okay. I went to go see Eddie. Oh, my bad. I went to go see uh I went to go see Eddie Griffin live. Yeah, that's dope. And that's that's about it. Cuz I I love live. Well, I like plays, I like comedy. I like I, I guess the live experience is just is is really really dope. Um, um Shane for me, Shane Park with the return of the legends when 
Slick Rick and Big Daddy Kane and all them came. Yeah, yeah. I like to go, when I go to see concerts, I like to go to the old school concerts like that or go see like Jill Scott for the live, because you know certain people going to have that live band experience, sure. you know? Yeah. And then sometimes you just want to get the nostalgia. And I like to go to the old school concerts and go see some Neo Soul or go see some R&B. I really, believe it or not, I really don't listen to rap all the time. I listen to a lot of R&B and slow and, you know what I'm saying, throwback. Like real talk, but that was the last concert I went to, Shane Park. Oh, but I performed on the Slum Village concert and watched mm. them. Mm. Mm. That's okay, and you know they I'm rocked it. Yeah. Hell Slum yeah. Village, Hell yeah. uh, it was Slum Village, Guilty Simpson, Quest McCody, mm. and uh, Fat Cat. Okay, okay. that's a that's I seen all of them. Oh, like, that's deadly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's a nice it was, line. It was crazy. Yeah, Dang, nice. what about you? I mean, best two concerts I can think of, man. I seen Jill Scott one time in concert. Always put it on. Jill killed it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember, I can't remember thinking the name of the song, but she, like, she was just going through a breakup. She took her shoes off. She started crying in the middle of the song. And she talking to the audience, like, I'm, I'm going through something. Mm-hmm. And like, that was like just having that moment. Yeah. And I remember I was dating this young lady. She took me to see J. Cole before his first album dropped. Okay. And he did like an hour and a half of shit. Like I've never even heard him perform since then, but it was like a real, it was like at the Royal Oak Music Theater. It was yeah. like a real intimate setting. And it was just a dope ass show. Cause like, I wasn't really, like I said, this before his first album came out. So he dropped him like Probably a little like bit. Friday Night Lights. Yeah, mix a lot of mixtape shit. Man, Friday Night Lights, that as a project, man, that's that's a that could be an but album. I mean, but, yeah. but you a brand new artist touring off of that shit. Don't nobody like know you. Like the concert was dope. Like he definitely earned my yeah. fandom that evening. Yeah, that's what's up. Man, uh, um Mob Deep for me. It's been a few. You said Mob Deep. Ooh. Yeah, I got a chance to see them at St. Andrews. Okay. For uh, prod- it was the same year Prodigy passed. I saw him that oh, spring. Wow. Mm-hmm. He passed that far. Mm. Um, I guess like as a like a, a an adult, so to speak, as like um, I was at the the college dropout tour when Kanye first okay. uh, dropped. He uh he had like GLC in them uh, open up and dilated peoples opened up, but he came out and he like murdered that. She was at the Fox, and it was the energy in there was just so fucking different. You know, it's what a I'm different saying? energy before people hit big too. Yeah, like when college dropout dropped, like Kanye was like popping and shit. But like that energy was so intimate. And of course, I did the uh, the Jay Z and Friends tour after him and uh, R. Kelly uh, tour kind of fell apart. And, uh, he brung everybody out. Like so, he he was there. Ti, Dmx. The only time I saw Dmx perform live. Oh, wow. Um, Buster Rhymes came out and Split Star came out and Mary J. Blige popped up. Dang, that's uh, dope. Um, no, this was hmm, Palace, maybe. I think it was like at the Palace. Palace, maybe. Um, and like, yo, everybody say this shit, but like Buster Rhymes energy on stage. I could just imagine. Him and Spliff. I could just imagine. Like it was a good performance. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, and then DMX. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like energy. I never got to to. to put, hadn't had a chance to see him perform or do a whole concert, but like the two or three songs he came out, like 
though he took control of the whole entire room you know either lights go out put them x's up he'll do his pre- like yeah. he do his whole thing get the growling uh, up in there. yeah so also the day i fell in love with mary j blige because i didn't know she was holding like that at the time uh, <laughs> all white you know what i'm saying and white jeans i'm like she's yo surprised. i've been i've been team mary j like yo she like really, the four, one, one. yeah it was easy <laughs> shit oh man Oh uh, man, so what y'all got popping as far as new music? Coney Island 2. Okay. You know what I'm saying? We did the first one for free. We charging y'all this time. Got to. But it's All an EP. Right. Man, it's going to be well worth it. Yes. When's it dropping? Uh, May 14th. Yeah. Okay. Oh, we and we also around. dropping a new video that day too. Yeah. Okay. And a live stream party that day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like our release party. Okay. We're going to live stream it, though. Rock, seven Mile Radio. Yes. We're going to put a live experience together for y'all. You know what I'm saying? Make sure y'all tune in. This sounds like some B Scarb stuff, man. Explain what's going on here, man. <laughs> man, why y'all always trying to. Di- I brought them here. Man. I know, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> but you always keep your hands in something. Man, listen, I'm just... And you ain't come just to do camera work. Right. Yes, I did, man. Look, I'm security, <laughs> management, I'm janitorial, whatever the hell <laughs> Shut up. I'm, I'm getting it done. Janitorial. But, uh, real talk, man, just having fun, bro. Like, I know I've been saying this. I done got teased. Shout out Rob Wallace. Shout out to the homie Rob, man. That's my podcast. Guy. I know it's been a year and a half of me saying it, but I'm getting closer because they getting hotter. So yeah. they're making my job easier. To kind of like, you know what I'm saying, sit back. So we got a lot of stuff coming up, projects, videos, shows. I'm trying to get them on the road. I got a few people reach out from Ohio. Um, it's loose opportunities to get to Atlanta, California, New York. So I'm just trying to brick by brick. Yeah. Trying to get them there, man. And the beauty of it is, is that it's outside of the music, we all generally rock with one another. Yeah. So Chaz, you know, like I said before, he comes to the crib. I go to his crib. You know, we eating wings, we drinking. He come, you know, just, just, he just like a cool nigga. Like, I don't, he, don't, he don't like. I'm not about to. What you sipping on? Today? It don't seem like he turning <laughs> up for nobody. Okay. He just gonna Bring be me. cool and just mellow. But I'm and just saying, mood, like, yeah, which is, for I'm, me, it's, it's like watching. It's like watching family members win. It's yeah. not just a business thing. It's like watching. I'm just a part of the process. Seeing everybody do their thing, and then we just brought uh, Sig Dollar. AKA Dollar Sign Assemble. Shout out to Alpha League. Shout out to them. Uh, he just came on board, man. So it's going to be more individual stuff coming from him. He's going to get some love. I'm not here, man. I project. had to yeah, plug me check some out. stuff to check out. Yeah, he uh, got a record. He had a record last year with Vezo called Illuminati that went up real crazy. Okay. Vezo was like really heating up last summer. Mm-hmm. So he did a joint with him. He got a whole energy with him, man. He got a whole little thing. And um, shout out JP1. I spoke to my bro this morning. Uh, oh, yeah, he home. moving and grooving, and all I'm gonna say is just keep watching. He, he, you gonna, you gonna be seeing him move around when the time is right. But like I said, everybody who I rock with before, like y'all, everybody who been supporting me before, is coming full circle right now. Everybody who been supporting them, shout out Super MC. That was another phone call I had this morning. Mm-hmm. Dope. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Soup hit my line. Like people is paying attention to what we're doing, and I'm getting the phone calls, I'm getting the text messages, I'm getting the emails. Shout out Tone, Tone and Carol. I got a meeting with her tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Trying to get them to do something with Tone, with the Tony Island situation. Oh, yeah, nice. I saw y'all performing it's, it's, it's at the at yeah. the, uh, the grand opening. The, the Tony Island, Island yeah. grand yeah. opening. So it's just it's just a lot of good energy going on, man. And I'm just trying my best to rope it all in. Because like I said before, they deserve it, man. Like, yeah. real talk, even if I wasn't doing what I was doing for them, they, they are much deserving 
But what they got right now, they both are equally deserving, man. So I just, I just, I, I get a kick out of seeing them win. Like, that's what's up. You know, seeing the DJ, seeing people who might have told them no at some point, having to tell them Come yes back now, around, yeah. I love it. Yeah. I love it, man. So I'm just having a ball with them, man. So, yeah, y'all did do the uh, performing at the, the, the Tony Island uh, Grand Open. How'd that come together? I know you you East Side representative. Yeah. I mean, really, I, just, I got the phone call like an hour before and Okay. And, you know, he just was like, we all about to pull up. I'm like, all right. I end up yeah. pulling up early, you know, doing what East Siders do. Yeah, and, um, got to. And, yeah, just the atmosphere was just, you know what That's I'm saying? a lot of motherfuckers. Yeah, like, I figured like it was going to be like. Just, everybody just wanted people. to have a good time. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Everybody wanted to have a good time. I love and then, even after playing the record. The line kind of extended. Yeah. Like, it made you want to eat now. Yeah. You know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like, it just mm-hmm. watching that atmosphere and just that transaction, it, you know what I'm saying? It, let, it lets you know how blessed you are instead of being a complainer. I'm like, really glad people came out and supported, like, the restaurant itself. Yeah, yeah he you brought know. the hood support. out. Big you know what I'm saying? Shout out, shout out Tom Tom. He brought, he brought, the, he brought the city Definitely. out, man. Like, in real life, so when he had I'm like, man, I wish I could. I was like, I should. I, I want to go down there and check it out and shit. Yeah. And I figured that. I, I ate figured there. That, I um, ate there already. It's right up the street from where my kids live at. <laughs> I'm talking about, like, the oh, grand opening day. I'm like, I figured it was going to be like you know what i'm saying folks gonna show up and it's gonna be like yeah. a thing but like when i saw that shit online i'm like yo this is past what i thought it was mm-hmm. like it, it was, was crazy because everywhere I was, when i was when i was there i'm just thinking to myself like man that liquor store making a killing today it's two of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. i'm right talking one, about right across everybody, the street everybody yeah. everybody man everybody wanted a bottle in their hand yeah, yeah. I'm That's like, dope. we was the only ones really without nothing to do. And we was on some business. I'm like, right. damn, we should go to the stand. <laughs> yeah. So for those who who not familiar, who from outside of the city, uh, rapper, uh, Tone Tone, or businessman, rapper and businessman, Tone Tone, uh, who's been a staple in the city uh, for years, opened up his own Coney Island, called it the Tony Island, which I think is fucking genius. Right on East Warren and um, Dickerson. Like Dickerson. Yeah. Absolutely. 100%. Absolutely. So you know what mm-hmm. I think y'all, you should do, y'all should do, y'all got to cut him a different record and say Tony Island and have him playing bro, that. Bro, bro, bro. <laughs> bro, I'm telling you, it's already uh, in the works. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Matter of fact, again, let me shout out, so I got to give him his just due. So first, let me shout out Hen House. Mm-hmm. I want to go on record. Hen House was the first person that put the battery in our back about Linking with them and pretty much, you know, put a word in with Mama Carol. Then Mama Carol hit us up on her own. Like I said, I'm gonna be politicking with her soon. And then this morning, Super MC called. He called from his bed. He healing up. Yeah, yeah. about sixty yeah. percent. I'm with so spoke highly on both her and Chaz and told us like, no, nah, man, y'all need to do that ASAP. Like he started for real me the concept for the video. Like yeah. this, what y'all need to do, right? So when I tell you it was like a hip hop morning, bro, I literally talked to pop, other podcasts who want to interview him. I've been on the phone nonstop. Like, like I said, the energy real right now. So I'm just trying to make sure that and that's good when that phone is ringing for business. Yeah, get yeah. to everybody that that yeah. want to see him and everybody that want to mess with it. You know what I'm saying? And it's all love. It ain't no politics. It ain't no uh, ulterior motives. Like people genuinely. Is reaching out because they want to support what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So again, shout out Soup, shout out Mama Carol, shout out Hand House, shout mm-hmm. out Seven Mile Radio, shout out Focus Unfiltered, shout out Streets, Road to Riches, Road to Riches, 
Seven Mile Radio. Uh, Planet Kai. Shout out everybody. Everybody, everybody that opened up the doors for us. And shout out to Shop Talk. Shout out to y'all. We, we appreciate it. Yeah, we appreciate it. So, how many songs uh, are we looking at getting on the EP? Um, eight, eight, but technically seven. Okay. Because we got an original track of Temperature Check, and then we got the remix with C8 Dollar. Okay. Okay. Uh, J Bo lean on any of the songs on this project? No, man. J Bo been going through what I call uh, growing pains as a young man. He's still in his twenties. Okay, so yeah, still, I can imagine. He's still trying to figure out life, but uh, he do got uh, two records out. He got uh, Twenty Twenty Flow, which you can see hot on his mm-hmm. uh, yeah. Instagram. That's hot, yeah. nice. He nice. No, that was original. Twenty Twenty yep. Flow was original. Okay. Then he got another video with his uh, collective of people. Shout out BHB Entertainment. Uh, they did a, a remake of Drake Lemon Pepper Freestyle. Yeah, okay, that's yeah, that's the one cool. I saw. Yeah. We got a record in the can. The record is called Speed Racer. We just ain't shot the video too. But he like family, so yeah, know, that's my sure. bloodline. So whenever he ready, I'm ready. You know what I'm saying? That's pretty much the situation. And uh, like I said, right now it's about focusing on Dot and Chaz. Like I said, eventually you'll see some stuff come with Dollar. He like next in the pipeline. But right now the house is on Dot and Chaz. That's, that's how we rock it. Okay, I got a question for y'all, because um, y'all mentioned the Con- Coney Island 2. Um, first one we did for free, this one going to cost. So it's me. This is my perspective. Y'all could agree or disagree. But, like, I don't think this music shit should be free no more. Um, I think it all should have some sort of a cost mm-hmm. um, where you are the person who benefits. Like, I only, for, to a certain extent. Creators got to get paid. I hate the streaming shit. You know but what I'm saying? It's only like two original beats on the first one. Yeah. Well, I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about like we did a real mixtape. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This, is, this is dupe. Not the first one on stream. I'm like oh. in general. Right. Like, right. In right. general. Right. Okay. This right. is my new stuff. It's like yo, yo. This streaming shit is like a. It's a scam, and right. not because it's a. I just think it's a scam because the amount of people who will listen to your project would never equal the same money that you should get back, right? Mm. So okay. let's just say, and like, if people fuck with y'all, they gonna support y'all however they think that you want them to support. Right. right. So if I say go to Apple Music, go to Tidal, go to Spotify, they listen to go. my shit, they gonna go. Mm. Right. But if you say go to Bandcamp and buy my shit for $10, people gonna buy that shit. Right. Um, I, I, had, I, got, I got exactly what you need for that. I have somebody or one of the homies, you know, they had one of their songs think they 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 their highest streaming song was like twenty thousand streams for this one uh for this one record or whatever and he was like yo the payout was like a hundred and twenty dollars or some shit i'm like well shit yeah. 10 of my friends who will buy my shit for ten dollars would give me that you know what right. i mean mm-hmm. so it was like we want to be <laughs> famous so to speak or we want to let me recoup like how y'all feel about streaming services in general with music so I got you on that one. So this is this is my logic on the whole giving music away for free and um, giving it away for sale. For us, I, and I say us, in terms of people in this room, people in this market, we like poor man's independent. And it's the difference between poor man's independent and like Jay Prince independent. Yeah. You follow what yeah. I'm saying? It's like two different scales on, on, on the equation. So what I'm saying is, is like, it's about building a value. Mm-hmm. So us coming to do the interviews with you, them doing the shows, them being in the studio, creating content. You know, content is king right now. And that's how you build value in the music. And so for an artist starting out, it's hard day one to put a price tag on it 
because you got to build that demand for what you have. And so you kind of got to give the music away and you got to give the content away because you got to create the demand for yourself. I get you. Now, unless you was already a popular figure, like shout out Cash Doll, like with her having the dancing background and her doing what she was doing, she was already a known figure for that. So when she made the transition to do music, there's already a base there. Mm-hmm. You're talking about somebody that's just rapping and singing and they just getting off the porch. There's no base there unless you was a figure you know, in the community or something like yeah. that. You was doing something, so you got to build that base. Now, there is a transition period that once you built enough value in what you're doing and you get to a certain position, now you got to try to transition that to monetize it because to your point, that's just bad business. You don't just keep throwing money down the well without getting some of that back. And that's kind of where we are as a collective and where they are as individuals at right now is starting to figure out a way to press the switch or flip the switch when to monetize it, especially with Dot. Like when I first got with her, I told her minimum she should be charging a thousand for a verse, for an appearance, for a hook, you know, to do a show, whatever, because just of what she's done in terms of the awards she's won, features she's done, who she came up under, like you have a right to put that on there. But as the artist, if they don't have it in their mind to put that price tag on themselves and really stand on it, it'll never happen. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with bro. You know, when we was having conversations, he had his price point. But in order to get people to to rock with that, you gotta you gotta show them the value as to why you're charging what you're charging in Detroit. We got that bad. We question people's value. Like I'm pretty sure when somebody come and want to do a podcast here and you tell them what the fee schedule is, well, why should I pay you that versus this other podcast studio to do it? But it's like we built value in this space. Absolutely. Value in this brand. So I just think it's a fine line between building value in terms of giving away content for free. Yeah. And when you decide to monetize it, but you gotta you gotta give people something first yeah. before you just start asking. Basically gotta incentivize them a little bit. You know yeah. I'm thinking about uh because I'm working with different folks, like yo, these singles gonna be on streaming platforms. You wanna hear the rest of the project? That's gonna run you, I don't know, shit, ten dollars, six dollars, whatever the fuck it is. Cause it seemed like people is um hitting your streaming shit based off of the 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 advertising that you do, right? You know what I'm saying? You 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 putting your links out there and people hitting that shit based on the link that you well some people put out there. Like, well shit, if you doing it cause I told you to, well, I'm gonna tell you to do something that's gonna call that's go, you know, give me, you know, give me a couple of dollars. But I'm gonna tell um, you a real story. I'm happy, I'm happy that Coney Island too is gonna be on because I'm buying it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm gonna tell you a real story like with the record, right? So and this is a little bit of me addressing the, the naysayers, and I ain't going to spend too much time, so I don't want to give nobody no free promotion. Coney Island, as far as the concept for them, didn't happen now. They did that last summer. Yeah. And to be specific, they did that in August of last summer. We dropped the tape and the video to the project in September on Labor Day. So we're now six months later as far as traction on the record. Because of the pandemic, number one. Yeah. Number two, wasn't nothing really open to going on. Mm-hmm. And number three, I was still kind of getting uh, reintroduced, so to speak, with the platforms out here and the shakers and movers that's in position. Because the people that was in position at radio, when I was moving and grooving before, ain't in position at radio no more. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, people who was DJing, mix shows, been a lot of changeover. But from the beginning of March, them doing the shows they just talked about, 
the Tony Island situation. They record been at hot for a month now, both on Big Greg and uh, DJ Twist pro- uh, platform, the Power Hour, doing the day party. Shout out to them. Uh, Cell and DJ Gifted been playing it through the Hot Play segment. Yeah, shout out to the homie Cell. We campaigning with F98 right now to get Dr. Derrick to start playing it. Like, all of this energy really happened in the last 30 to 45 days. That's what's up. But the record been out six months. Because you got to work records. Right. I'm saying the project been out six months, but we had to wait for the world to open. So we can get out there and connect. So that we can get out there and connect and work it. So what I'm saying that to say is to the point, like, yes, we want to monetize it, but it had to live out there for a while because we had other factors that wasn't in our control. Yeah, right. for sure. And once the world opened up and we was able to move and groove and bring the attention on the record, so that's the other issue. Sometimes an artist will have a record, and the record will be bigger than the artist. Yes. So everybody knows the record, but nobody knows the artist's face. Nobody knows the artist's name. So the good thing with and the pandemic- And we talk about that, though. That's like a yeah. recipe for disaster. Right, what I'm saying, but cases. the good thing with the pandemic, we was able to put their faces and their names to the record. Yeah. And we put it with the right people so when they're spinning the record, Big Greg know who he is now. Yeah. You understand what I'm saying? When uh, Cell and Gifted spinning the record, they know who P-Dot is. And eventually when Darius starts spinning the record, they're going to know who they are. And that's important because the worst thing you want to do is for the DJ they playing the record. I don't know They show up for the interview and he like, who's them? You've been playing my record for two months. You <laughs> feel what I'm saying? So, And that happens a lot of times and and that's how artists are not able to capitalize. And then when you're talking about the follow-up joint, they're not necessarily in position to deliver the next record to keep the wave going because it wasn't attached in terms of the face, the name, and where the record originated from. So I just wanted to take the time to kind of address that. That's so for up. people who I think, think and that's that a, that's they, a huge thing. That they might have took the idea for them or we saw other people do it and we just came up with this idea. No, this idea and this concept was moving six months before mm-hmm. the intention actually came on it. Yeah. Right. And they were patient with the process and was patient with the world. And right now, like I said, the, the doors and the energy just opening up at the right time for them. So I, please don't cheat them out their moment. This is me saying that. Like, if if, if you if you feel like you had the idea, if you feel like whatever, you know, we could do remixes. Hit my line. I, I'll get them in the studio so you with mean you. you to tell me another we could, artist we from Detroit benefit. think they was the first person to think of a Coney Island song? Yes. Well, it's not that they was thinking of it. It's just. And I have no idea who this is. Or it's several people. You know, shout out Nick Speed. I actually had a conversation with Nick Speed. Him and Rose Spit got a, got a Coney Island type project coming out. Ah, I But see. because of my relationship with Nick, he actually called me. Yeah. He's like, I know y'all moving with this. And he was at the uh, the Tony Island yeah, yeah. Grand Open. He's like, I know y'all moving with this. I know y'all got this going, but I just wanted you to know. So in case it might ever be said or any type of thing. And he called me. He actually called me like a few days before we saw him at the Tony Island thing. And when we saw him at the Tony Island thing, it only reaffirmed it because he got a chance to see the reaction of the crowd when the record was spent too. Yeah. He was standing right next to us. And he was like, oh, this, this is real. Because you know was was like, so ideas is great, right? There's a bunch of shit in Detroit that got staples on it um and people want to use for songs but sometimes that shit don't the it sounds great on paper but that shit never it's not hot when it but it's nothing, comes out it's nothing but new, this it's record nothing new under the sun though like, like i, I was asking the last interview like why call me island i'm like that was just another way of saying that we was all from detroit without right. saying what up though yeah some detroit because that's cliche for detroit artists to be like yeah yes. i'm from the d or it's so cold in the d so it's like it was just another right. way to right. rep home without necessarily saying this detroit. is detroit Okay, That's so. kind of like how I, how I do with 3269. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 3269 means D-Boy. So when we first started rapping together, me and my brother, shout out Terse Dude, 
uh, we called ourselves the D-Boys. But, of course, being from Detroit, east side in the hood, everybody the D-Boys. Yeah. So it was like we battling these, this group today. We battling this group. And everybody want to be the best of the D-Boys. Of course. So we had, you know what I'm saying, to come up with a way because we, like, skip that. We not changing our shit because of these cats, bro. Like, we put too much work in for yeah, it. You know, we sure. stand on it harder than them. But at the same time, we so can be more separate clever yourself than from them. So to separate ourselves, we came up with 3269, which we got from the house phone just on some blow shit. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you know, that spelled D-boy on your phone pad. Okay. So at the same time, now we saying 3269 while y'all still say D-boy. And y'all don't even know how we repping it the same yeah. way. Now. You know, because we still keeping it home. So I can, yeah. I can relate to that for sure. Yeah. And, I, and, that, and that speaks to the work that y'all are doing. And at least he had that mutual respect also to to reach out, you know, and, yeah. and, and make that connection. And I'm glad that, you know, the timing that, like you said, the timing is the biggest thing. Yeah. You may you may have got the wheels in motion last year and maybe the steam may pick up when, when you thought it should or when you wanted it to. But now it's perfect timing. You you got the buzz from the previous project. Now you're about to hit them with the brand new shit for the summer. Mm-hmm. Get, get everybody something new to listen to and ride out with. So, right. you know, Congrats for working and we upgrading. Though. We ain't even stopping that call. Oh, no. You know what I'm saying? We got something for starters next. Okay. Mm-hmm. Now, who All can right. say they can take that? Right. <laughs> you know Friday what I'm saying? <laughs> right. right. <laughs> but I'm saying, like, all but all of this, just like I said, is just showing that culturally we're in tune with our city. We're in tune what's going on. So whether it's a food staple, whether it's the clothes we wear, mm-hmm. the cars we drive, like, we're culturally putting Detroit in our music and our marketing and letting people know this is where we're from, but we're trying to make it as universal as yeah. possible. So it, it it has the local aesthetic, but it's not meant to be local. This right. is, that's every Detroit artist's dream. Mm-hmm. It's totally it's the rep the D nationwide. Yeah, absolutely. This every absolutely. that's the common theme between every Detroit artist. I feel it's random, but because you said something about what the cars we drive. So you know, uh, coming up. Like it was some Detroit shit with some cutties and some old Regals school cutties, mining Regals and shit like that, right? Yeah. That's what niggas had in high yeah. school. Like that was like, nigga, look what shit, I got. I still want one. If I don't find a clean body, I still want <laughs> one. So, <laughs> so for, for this generation now is Chargers and, and Challengers. Challengers. Yeah. Like the generation before it was the 300M. Yeah. 300C. Or, what was it called? 30, I think it was 300 300C. 300C or something. But like, Fake Bentley. Yeah, for sure. Uh, <laughs> but like th- those two cars is the Cuddy and the money of these young kids. Mm-hmm. Right. I mean, we still, I, I mean, I used to have a charger. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But like it changed. Like right. speed, need for speed. Chargers and, and, and Challengers been out for a long time. A long but time. like for some reason, like now though, it's realized but it's more it's than got just a chance to get away. That modern, fast nightlife, yeah. night rider. It's, it's the scat packs. It's scat the Hellcats. It's yeah. the sound of get away. You got a chance to get away. That's why. That's really why niggas fuck with it. They got yeah, a chance to get away just in case. Level the playing field. Right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. uh, what else is Detroit right now? You know what I'm saying? Because we got like our old, like when I think of Detroit, like I can. I mean, I think about like uh, clothing. You know what I'm saying? Yays. Yeah. Like don't nothing. The yays. What's some hats nothing. that the, the Webby I used to wear? Them hats with the little uh, stripe around it. Almost look like. Champagne hats. Yeah, the champagne hat. Yeah. So like me coming Dumb up play. or us coming up, right? Uh, like jitting is synonymous with Detroit. Jitting. Right. But like for folks coming up, like that's not like a thing for them no more. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Nah, oh, shout yeah. out, shout out Uncle Trick. He got some. 
coming for y'all on that on that jit tip. Um, I came across the Detroit jit uh, page the other day, and I guess they got like a um, a business where you go they out do. there. And, you, you can learn. learn it. Yeah, they teach is, you step is, by step. Mm-hmm. It's so dope to me because, like, you know, we come up like yo Detroit Gators and do this shit. Like, yep. it's not the same no Minks more. And Gators. So, like, what's the? For, I mean, I guess it's hard for us to say because we're around the same age. But like, what you've been noticing is the new. Detroit, yeah, he's in in Nike sweats. Nike sweatsuits. Oh, Adidas, ugly ass furry sandals. The uh, young chicks. Yeah, I hope hope those die. I I hope hope I can't give them I ain't got not a pair. Oh, we got some. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. I ain't got not a pair. I just, I just see those a lot, a lot, lot. no diss, no diss. I think that's right, cold. I know, I'm just playing. Uh, I mean, the Detroit hat is always going to be there. The Yays is always yeah, going to be there. Yeah, it's going to um, be there. The Mink Bomber. It went from Woods. Woods used to be Detroit staple. Then they went to Buffs. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But why, 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 why Wires had a run. Wear Woods. For sure. Yeah. Wires had a run. But Buffs hey. was like. We got I mean, the Woods. Uh, all, the woods white sticks. Like, all white sticks. I think I'm the only person still wearing some original Woods. I, I, I want some. You know what I'm saying? Like it's hard to get your hand on a on, on a pair, but like I ain't, woods let, I ain't like, never let mine go. Like I want me my old pair of woods back because like when you when I was young, like I didn't. I, that was just what niggas was wearing, so I had some and I let them go. You know what I'm saying? Just being young, just being young. You know what I wish would have still been around that I wish I could have took my kids to. What's that? Babalo. Hell yeah. I wish that was still around. Mm-hmm. Hell yeah. yeah. I went to Bobble a few on years ago. On that boat. Ago. They be hustling on the boat. Yeah. No, I went I went there a couple <laughs> years ago. It's it's all private condos now. They all million Damn. dollar they all million dollar condos on Bobble. Yeah. And that the whole thing that the they island. they advertise is private island living. Mm-hmm. That's your next door like you'll never have to worry about your next door neighbor being there. So what is it like food over there? Like what is it like a whole little town? town? Yeah. It's 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 all condos, condos houses. I always said I but they the still Babalo Island. But well, they got to catch the ferry over. Or no, something? You, you still do got to catch. When did they them. stop it? They, uh, like ninety. I ain't long never heard of it. It was like ninety, like ninety ninety one. Never heard of it. Somebody I got. No, they didn't end Babalo until about ninety five. Yeah, around that. Yeah. On that. Because I went. Shoot, I ain't know he was still doing. Well, I know yeah, part of the reason people was getting murdered on the on the people ferry over, getting thrown off that fucking ferry. They was getting thrown off the boat. So it was like our own personal Cedar Point. You know, yeah. And the boat used to party though. They used to party on that boat too. Most excitement I remember getting. Was going to Caesarland. Yeah, <laughs> I know about that. <laughs> I remember but like Bablo was like you know, major magics. Yeah. Hey, that's, that's, uh, that's about the closest I was getting. The elementary, middle school trips. Mm-hmm. Everybody went to Bablo. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? And then it switched Cedar to Cedar Point, Point Kings when, Island. But like uh, that. Oh, Bablo Four Bears. Yeah, I remember, oh, I remember Four Bears, Bears yeah. Water Park. I, remember I used to go to Bears. Four Bears every year for my birthday. Yeah. My cousin <laughs> That was like our annual thing. Every, yeah, every year. Every for my year. Birthday. Every year. Yeah. Shout out to my big cousin Asia. Will's in. Will's in. Yeah, Will's in. Sure. Yeah, Will's in. That was definitely the Almost high school swing out. I almost drowned there and shit. You know, Hell nah. When I was a kid, I couldn't swim at the time. You know? As you was in it on your tippy toes, flip down the hook. I was on the on the side, you know. Yeah. Lost your foot, huh? Yeah. Uh, my my cousin, she saved me and shit. I was Damn. Don't, don't laugh. Never you saved know? your life. Yeah, so you again. know again. I was a kid, right? He said again. <laughs> I talked about this on Shop Talk before, but like I was a kid kid. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And, and you know, kids watch cartoons, you know what I'm saying? And when I was drowning, 
I didn't know what to do, but I stuck my hand out the window, I mean, out the water, and did the little three, two, one, like the cartoon. <laughs> and my cousin, she saw me and came and pulled it's me. Saying up three, shit. two, one, like it's like, about to... like I'm fucking Bugs Bunny or some shit. But wow, hey, it worked. You know what I'm saying? So I got, I got a question for, for, for my brothers. Yep, yep. So y'all were aware? I think either either P or Charles. I don't know who y'all was aware of first before I brought them here that first time. But from coming to the listening session, seeing the visuals, kind of paying attention to how we've been working, like just from y'all perspective as music critics, because, you know, I, I value your opinion very much. Um, is there anything that you would like to see more of from them just as an MC, or just what we're doing visually? Like, is, is there anything that you can give me that I could kind of take back to the to the, the whiteboard that y'all might want to see more of from them? Not something that I could say that I want to see more of, but one thing that I enjoy are the visuals. I like good, clear, crisp visuals that make sense with the music. Gotcha. You know, I, I was a... I didn't know a lot about Chai's until he did the listening session and I listened to the project. And when we actually, like when we was in the studio and we was going through everything through Club Shirley's, like I was loving it. Was, it was some shit, you know, I was looking for the one with the R. Kelly sample on it when the album first dropped. Like yeah, well, I really, I really, was looking it got, it didn't clear. Everybody I know, I know, that, I know. Man. But I mean, just, just the whole energy of it. Again, I, I wasn't familiar with Chai's. You know, we had the interview, but until I heard the music, like that's when I really got enormous with it. And just to see the visuals, see the live performance. And one thing that I love that when y'all come back and getting to know y'all more mm -hmm. every time y'all come back into the studio, because I think for me, it's more than just the project itself. Like I listen to a lot of music. I love a lot of music, but one thing that keeps me coming back or connects me to the music is like the the artist, the personality. Because a lot of these niggas, they come in here, they socially awkward. You know what I'm saying? Like they don't. And, and that's that's because because the talent is in the for them, the talent is in the music or in the comfortability of their homeboys' room where they're recording. Like yeah. you got to come out in real life too. And, and, you know? and in here, like yeah, we can drink, but like a lot of niggas need weed or whatever they they crutch is in order to Lose to come up. yeah to come across. And it just be you know it it be a little bit awkward sometimes when you see artists that. You know, I hear the music, I love the music, but then you get them in here and they can't, you know, get mm. two, three sentences. Mm. So I mean, it'd be their responsibility to take care of that. It, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, but, they, but they don't, they don't understand that. Yeah. Like, they, they just do music. Like, I just rap. Mentoring is everything. Yeah, yeah. Um, what about you, bro? Uh, so for me, um, I would say, um, a lot of what Dane was saying, right? So, but, um, in like, um. Like, I don't want to say interviews, but stuff that shares more about you guys. You know what I'm saying? So whether it's an that interview, backstory. clip it, the backstory, because that's what I'm interested in. So you in. want more behind the scenes? Yeah, either behind the scenes or, uh, you know, you sitting in a, uh, some talking head type shit. You know what I'm saying? Explaining on a, a record. Because, like, I have a more personal um, connection with records when I hear a little bit more about the record, like at a listening session. Like, let me right. explain this shit. So you, give me, give me, um, give me a record you'd you, like to know more of. I, I'll give you some of that. No, give me a record you could think of that you'd like to know some about. Well, for the from the last project, I got that right, but I got that because I was there. But gotcha. if I wasn't there, how would someone else get that information? Gotcha. So, on, so on the social media, yo, this is it, and then. Gotcha. This is the actual joint. You know, one um, one thing when you mentioned like like the background of shit and one something I can say like in, in Chai's favor, like 
Club Shirley's before it dropped and like listening to you talk about some of the stories behind the music. A lot of it had like a lot of different religious undertones from like things you didn't grew up with. Mm-hmm. Like I, I would have never got that without, you know, that in, that type of intimate experience. Yeah. Uh, and it just make you like the record more. Like, so for me, I'll be into that type of shit when I'm listening to music whether it's an Apple music, I listen, I look at the words while the music playing right. because it feels different when you are reading the words and listening to the music. And it I feel like we, we're a little bit older. Cause I, we come from that, you yeah, know, you school. The, yeah. I could pull out an insert on the cassette and, and read the lyrics mm-hmm. and see who produced it or like follow along a little bit differently and had something more tangible. Words, print it out to yeah. It was song. something tangible with the yeah. music too. So let me give uh, y'all a couple of cheat codes. Yeah. The mixtape, the cover, that was the day that Copal Hall opened. So to me, that was a historical moment because before that, we didn't have like a city civic area that brought everybody together, whether it be concerts, whether it be um, sporting events. You know, at one while, the Pistons was playing out of there when it was kind of moving around and they didn't have the palace to play in. Yeah. So it was like that to me was like automatically we made what we were doing conceptually different because nobody really takes the time to like pay attention to our history that make us dope. Like we always praise the drug dealers and the drug lords as far as our culture, but we don't praise Coleman Young enough. We don't praise Dennis Archer enough. We don't praise, you know what I'm saying, other figures yeah. that played a role in the city. So with Coney Island too, when y'all see the cover, that's from the 67 riots. Mm. And that's special for me because my granddad, he got this funny story he don't remember no black history moment that happened during the 60s and the 70s. Don't ask me why, but he just don't because he was so entrenched with gambling in the pool halls and in the, the uh, he was poker living tables. his life. Yeah. When the riots was happening, he literally was in the pool hall, winning a crap game, came outside, saw it was fire, went back in and said, uh, it's some bullshit going on, but I need my $100 off that last roll. <laughs> like, he was completely oblivious to yeah, that. It yeah, was yeah. like... Uh, Coast Guard, like all these people here, tanks and stuff rolled down the street. He was so oblivious to what was going on. Think about that. But to have him tell me that story, and then I actually took that story to grade school for show and tell day <laughs> and told the story about the 67 riots from the perspective of my grandfather. Yeah. So I found a, a dope picture um, on 12th Street for the for the cover of Coney Island 2. So something like this, right? Almost hit is a little cheat sheet because I, I I'm using this on, on a different project, but like it's damn near yo. I need some um, almost mini documentary footage to go with the music because it that shit just draw a connection. And the other thing I will say, uh, which it's a cheat code for niggas in general. I mean, if you listen to Kyla album last week, when you use a fucking song that people know the melody already mm-hmm. oh yeah we, we've been we've been and like out of that. and i enjoy that shit from y'all you know what i'm saying like I, I, I really enjoy that but oh, when, we got some real special when you thing. already know that <laughs> when you already familiar with the melody and then you do your thing on the song and with the track it your own. like it's it's like a win-win I, I i love that type of shit because it's an instant connection insert person who's never heard of you i'm gonna bob my head off rip because this the this the beat to uh, mm-hmm. Insert song here. I'm gonna buy my head off rip, and you you got me on your side. Now you gotta lose. Now now you gotta lose me. Mm-hmm. And if you, if the, the if the information is dope, the 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 melodies and everything, like I'm I'm sold. Oh, you know it's, I'm it's, it's it's so I enjoy it's that shit. Ape shit of that on Coney Island too, bro. Yeah, I'm happy. That's what's up. Then we got a lot of a lot of familiar familiar sounds that you then 
grew up to. It's a lot of that I'm calling y'all into. It's a lot of that. It's easy to sell that shit, though. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you got a little bit more background information for the layman, um, it's just easy to sell that Mm -hmm. shit. I get it. I definitely get it. And Chris Visual. We raised the bar. You know what I'm saying? I'm proud of the project. I can't wait till y'all hear it, you know what I'm saying, and get y'all feedback, and that's why on the day that it releases, we'll be performing live so we can get the live I can't wait to feedback. listen. Where's the live performance going to be at? Uh, it's going to be on 7 Mile Radio uh, fan page on Facebook, and we wanted to do that because he got this platform called Rocker to Stop It. Um, Chaz put me up on it, and um, they rate the music. So if The you, listeners. If, if it does well, you get a rocket. If it's bad, they put a stop sign. They actually tell you like so, that. That shit. The reason I wanted to do it at Seven Mile Radio because he, they very honest on that platform, and I just thought it'd be dope to have that live feedback while they're performing each song for us to be able to tap into the public. And, I, and plus, I haven't seen it done in the virtual performance streaming area the way people doing it. Like a lot of people that tried to piggyback off of the versus energy and right. doing their own version of verses, where this is more about you know getting the, the honest feedback. Me and Dame did the platform. Me and Dame did a versus like three years ago. Andre three thousand versus Ti. I watched yeah. Dame with a uh, Ti. By the way, oh. <laughs> I, won't, I won't say you. I won't say you watched. I won't say you watched. Me. Uh, but you yeah. won. We you won. won. I didn't he get said watched. You ain't watched me. But you won. You had Ti. I had I Andre three thousand. Right. Was, so you was pulling up a lot of unknown stuff. What's it, it, like? it, it just wasn't hitting the same. <laughs> it wasn't because you got to really listen to the album. Yeah, it just wasn't hitting. Yeah. I get it. I get it. I mean, because he got some shit. Yeah, but Ti got hits. You know he, what I'm he got and hits. He got right? so, and, and, and the one thing that, that Jay could pull on me that I couldn't, I couldn't fight back with three three stacks ain't got like a lot of solo rap shit. So no, it, it just don't exist. Oh, no, you got to um, listen to. Uh, what what side is his? But it's uh, but speaker, it's is it a speaker, speaker box. box. But so it's not a lot of rap below. shit on there. So it's not a lot no, of rap shit a, on it's there. A, it's, a, it's, a, it's, a, it's a fact. Andre three thousand does not have one song where he raps three verses by himself. It don't exist. No, I can't wow. think of one. Me neither. I can't it's think wild. of one. Never thought of that either. Like he he don't have one song where it's him in three verses. Mm. Like just him by himself. It don't exist. Mm. And that shit is mind boggling. And it's hard to when, go with a verse up against like a catalog of like solo songs. That's why so I don't man. know why you even accepted that. Cause I, well, we was arguing you know, back man, and forth. Oh, so you just had to be the you just had to stand on your you know what I'm saying. Andre goes stand on what you a lot of his I respect that potent verses and lyricism. This is my opinion. Yeah. People slept on what he was doing on the first few Outkast albums as a lyricist. I think, like, in the mid-2000s, when you were getting, like, those... Walking outs and shit like that. Those random Dre verses, it, it kind of brought back the energy. Yeah. When people went back and actually dug, they realized how ill of a lyricist he had been the whole time. I like He's he's one of my favorite. you know what I'm saying? Like, bar none, like, he's one of my favorite, my personal favorite. I think we were arguing because, like, when people put him, like, Top insert this on all time. I'd be like, yo, that's not fair because, like, it's not fair to big boy. These other people got like large bodies of work where mm-hmm. I put in nine albums of me rapping by myself. Man, and it's just how much hits. of a genius he is, man. You it's easy to come up with 16. It ain't easy to come up with 64 times nine, nine. It's hard to come up with a 16 that stand the test of time. Like, I'm telling you, that's why Dre versus is his, so valued. His, his story, the storytelling too with drama. Yeah. That verse still a knock out a lot of shit today. Yeah. I'm talking about But when you got 
Like you would, that, he, well, you would never he, go he went off. I think he went five years off that verse. Mm. Off that one verse. Say, got me out here Brett Farvin. <laughs> but you know, you know what I'm saying? saying say top rapper, right? Or you say a, a insert a Jay a or T.I. Right. anybody else. <laughs> and I give you seven albums of me right. rapping my shit out like, yo, it's not really, it's not, not even fair. like. It's not it's even not, not saying that it's not great because he is one of my personal favorites. Yeah. When you put everything on the table, it's like, well, nigga, some of your greatest shit got another nigga rapping his ass yep. off on it too. Mm-hmm. Like. I definitely, I definitely feel that. I definitely but feel I, that point. That said, say that to say, I still love. Andre so how you feel about all of this uh, brand new ex love? Because the way he being champion now, he should have received that when he was. I just, you, you just see that happen mm. when artists die. All like, the time. I, 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 and it's unfortunate because I had the same conversation with with Jay about when Nipsey passed. Like, mm-hmm. I love Victory Lap. I thought it was a great album, but like. Did people love it more because Nipsey passed had passed? Mm-hmm. And that's what I, I think we see right now with DMX. Like, we can love, I can love DMX because I remember like the first shit that came out. I remember being a DMX fan literally my whole life. But like now to see people kind of jump on the bandwagon is because y'all really love the music think, or is it because y'all love the figure just, that it's just gone about now. It's just about being a part of the, the whatever's. That right now, you know what I'm saying? Like the they know, like a person know, you know, if I if I wear a DMX shirt and take a picture of it, you know what I'm saying? I'm probably gonna get more likes because of what's going on right now. Like and everybody, I, and I don't like that. Yeah, I you know, I, I think I think a lot of it is saturated with that. You know what I'm saying? Like, but like I don't even know that it's like like DMX. The first the first two albums is what everybody really fell in love mm-hmm. with. You know right. what I'm saying? Not saying the third album not good and all right. that shit. Right. It's the first two albums that got True. everybody slapped. That shit was 22, 23 years ago, right? Mm-hmm. So not that we didn't give me those flowers, but like you can't keep that level of intensity up for 23 years. Man. It's not that they knew DMX fans. It's like no, now yeah, I'm reliving the album, isn't he? I'm now I'm reliving what I, my 11th grade year. You yeah. know what I'm saying? When I was in nine and what 11th grade in '98, like yo, this was my shit. And now you trying to express to everybody how much your reverence for him is, but like, but you, you wasn't doing it before for right. 22 years. It was yeah. no, it's, like, not, it's not. It's not doing it for 20. I guess my perspective on it, like we had a top 10, top five all the time, and DMX wasn't in my top 10. He was definitely honorable mention for me, and the only reason was I didn't I didn't think when outside of his first three albums he had the same staying power. Mm-hmm. Like, he did. Get out of side of uh, and there no was X. But it's so hard to my keep flesh. that type of staying. Power. I'm just saying, like, because he said it in the interview, like a lot of those records he had, he had been sitting on for mm-hmm. a minute. Yeah, and when he finally had a chance to drop it, it was like just a floodgate of just getting that out. And then with the success, he was saying he was struggling with it, so he was really having issues getting in the studio to work on those latter albums because it was so much going on. But mm-hmm. I said all to say, like, what I'm saying is I don't feel like X, even before all the crazy stuff that was going on, he was getting the top 10 or the top five conversation when it should have been happening for him. He was just getting, like, he was cold at the time he came out. He was nice, but he wasn't getting that. Where now he's getting that, mm-hmm. I think, out of reverence because he passed. Yeah, he's still not in my top 10. I love DMX. He changed my life. The music changed my life. It changed I me. I mean, like, for me, he always just been one of the most original artists. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, Transparent, too. All my life, I've always been playing the same 
probably 10 to 12 DMX songs. And they never, I, I would and they, never And stop. still do. You see sure. what I'm saying? I'm not even trying to dig deep into his catalog. I've never mm. been like that. But I've always had a high respect for him because he is, he literally had his own sound, his own style. Like you couldn't duplicate him. And if you did, you definitely got called out for it. Facts. And he will jump like so. And those type of artists don't come around a lot. Like the cannabis DMX, no, cannabis DMX and Nori. It was a mixtape with all them, and they just was freestyling over and over again. You can find that shit on YouTube. But like, he'll get in a circle with anybody and just rap. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, we gonna keep it a bean. He put pressure on Jay a lot, yeah, so yeah. for sure. Yeah. But a lot of that got kind of like shelved down. And I only put gave it you, the, I only gave you the crown so I can shoot it off your fucking head. Like that was he was talking to Jay Z. Mm -hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. While Nas was talking, I me mean, uh, when Jay the Kiss was talking to Beans on that track, yeah. he was talking to Jay. Jay. Like it, you know. Jay and that's what I was saying. You never seen nobody want to go at X because they knew they got to like. Not only do day. you gotta worry about New only York, that, you know what I'm saying. Only nigga that this DMX like publicly with no remorse was co corrupt on um, calling out names, and that's one of my favorite diss songs of all time. Ooh. But like, that's, I, it hurt because that's, that's another one. That's like, corrupt, another one. Because yeah. I love corrupt, but I love DMX, and I love that song. Yeah, like, want to pick no side? It feel bad when I be reciting the raps <laughs> to like, my damn. to my man. So we on some nerd shit now nah, with Mount Westmore. Shout out Forty, uh, Snoop, Cube. Too short. Who your Mount Westmore? Because I feel like Corrupt is on the Mount Westmore of the West. Love Corrupt. Of of the West Coast? Yeah, Corrupt is definitely up there, bro. I mean, but he ain't sold more than nothing. No, of I'm it. not talking about commercial. I'm just talking about just being nice. Just being nice, Corrupt. That young Corrupt, yeah, that's a beast. So I always throw Corrupt, and I don't know if I if this does him justice or not. Like, I think Corrupt is like one of my top three freestylers of all time. You know what I'm saying? Like I always high, I, I put him in so such hard regard, high regard um, for his freestyle ability and him just being the MC because I can. When you go back and listen to old ass Death Row shit, like everybody was talking about the '40s bunch bitches the whole nine. This nigga was like rapping yeah. metaphors yeah. and like he going hard. Even though he was on this game, that's the that's shit. the Philly in him though. That's you know what I'm saying? And I right. respect that and. And like he always stood out. So like I, uh, the streets is a motherfucker is like one of my favorite. I love that albums. song. I love that song too. I mean, but like that album is like one of my staple albums. Like I've been listening to the same, I don't know, probably five to ten albums for the last twenty years. Like consistently every day. And corrupt is like in high regard. I don't know, man. Who, who when it from the West? I don't know how. I don't. I've never put a, a Mount Rushmore and West West Coast MCs together. Um, I would assume. Uh, it would probably be like Pac, Kendrick, um, Game. I know niggas don't like Game, but thank he has you. a thank you. Give it up. A, Give he it has up. A, an incredible you got rapper. To. Game ain't never came wrong. His catalog can. Game ain't never game came wrong. Catalog bro. is like. Game just get a bad rap because of the name dropping. And that's a part of his style, though. It's know, a part of his style, and his, he just always stay in something. His but, extracurricular shit. Yeah, bro, yeah. his music ain't never came wrong. Um, West, uh, shit. That's a lot of niggas I, I fuck with on the West, too. I'm gonna have to, I'm gonna have to do it. We what about Razzcaz? That's not, that's not top. Oh, Razzcaz. Um, I enjoy Razzcaz, but I never, like, when he was a part of the, the Four Horsemen, when Razzcaz, Killer Priest, Cannabis, and Corrupt, they had a, a, a group, Four Horsemen. Um, I never was like the super dupe. Well, I was a Razzcast fan. I've never invested in his albums. I'll put it like that. Gotcha. So I can't say he's 
That's how you I am about, about Yuck Mouth. I like Yuck Mouth when he featured with certain people. Yeah. But I never bought a solo. He has some good out. he has some good solo joints. I'm I'm surprised nobody ever nobody said like nigga, my, my favorite West Cube shit. Probably one of my favorite rappers ever, Ice Cube. I said I said that was the original. I said oh, okay. that was the original part. Okay. I mean, they got a group. That's why that's what okay, led to my the whole, bad. My bad. I mean the whole Cube thing. is like Cube is grandfathered in. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's like uh, but that's gonna be. I mean, I'm not far. I'm gonna be a whole episode and shit. Got to bring you. You bring your own for that. Yeah. You know, I love talking the nerd nerd stuff. With that you. rap nerd shit is. Yeah, I there, that shit, man. You know, talking about collaborations. Are there any artists that y'all collab with outside of the team on on Coney Island or any upcoming projects y'all got? Well, right now it's in house, but I know, um, bro did something with uh, Exotic. She did something with Soup and uh, Pierre Anthony and Davis Way. So. Okay. It's been a few few brushes here and there. I mean, yeah, I got a track with Exotic. I got a track with Caddy. I got a track with uh, Kenya Lady Caddy, Black Knight. Uh, I didn't know Caddy for a long time yeah. on the music shit, man. Yeah, I was just in the studio with him last month. Um, I got something with the Kenya Lady Knight on his new project. And um, I think that's it. I got some real heavy coming, but I can't announce it yet. Oh, Buddha Music. Buddha Music. It's I'm about to do somewhere. Definitely heavy. I can't wait till I can. Okay, I mean the focus really just been bettering what they got on their own. Like that's what I'm saying. Like right now, it's about them getting they just do, bro. What's the lead single? Uh, temperature check. Temperature check. Temperature check, and it's exactly self self explanatory. Y'all, y'all put it out already. It's coming. Uh-huh. It's coming. Oh, everything, everything, everything dropping the same day. Oh, I was about to say. I I'm mean, did, did somebody bring play. something exclusive? <laughs> you know I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna wrap the interview early, I can give you a taste because the whole tape only about twenty minutes. Oh, I'm about to like play that shit. I'm saying, like that is it, it hits you, it gets you in, and it gets you out. It's only twenty minutes. The whole tape. Oh, that's what's up. Yeah, like we keeping like it short and sweet. In and out. Yeah, because niggas be in the car for about 20 minutes. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, going to get you to work. Drive from home it's going to get you to work. It's going to get you to your Wherever you got to go, you're going to vibe to the whole thing. And I hope what? wherever you work, you ain't got to be quiet because you're going to go in there hype as hell. That's <laughs> what's up. That's what's up. I mean, that's, I mean, it's really smart. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, if I'm in a car, say if, I, if you're driving to work, but take you the same amount of time to get to work, I'm only going to make it so far on your fucking album. Especially if it's... Right. I, 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 one through five sounds great because that's all I can listen to when I get in the car. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. Hell yeah. I like yeah. that. Um, but shit, man. Uh, yeah, I want to take a listen. Uh, <laughs> so let me go. Let me go run down and grab grab my uh, charger. My phone about to die. But before I do that, man, I want y'all to plug uh, y'all socials and the whole nine, man. Go ahead, y'all. Go ahead, nah, ladies nope, first. Nope, ladies nope, first, not man. again. I'm, I'm, anyway, I'm, what up, y'all? This is P-Dot. <laughs> they always make me go first. But uh, y'all can follow me on Instagram at P-Dot Music, P-D-O-T-M-U-S-I-C. Facebook, Pamela P-Dot Willis and P-Dot, my music page. Follow me. Um, You know what I'm saying? I'll follow back. And uh, hit up the um website, www.dotgang.net. Y'all can go ahead and download Coney Island for free. The first one right now, get caught up. So when we release, then y'all can be in the loop. You know what I mean? That's what's um, also, I'll be releasing Problem Child 2 real soon. So y'all can go ahead and grab a Problem Child 1. I'm giving that away for free, too. You know what I'm saying? Just giving y'all something to vibe to. You know, um, and just keep it locked. Watch out for temperature check. Drop it soon. You know, that's that. Chaz. <laughs> what up, though? It's your boy Chaz representing 3269. As always, you can catch me on Instagram at 3269 Chaz, C H I S E. 
uh, Facebook, Chaz D-Boy Mason. You can check out my official website, dboysound.com. Club Shirley's my latest album is out on all streaming platforms. Um, I got I got um Chop Suey, which is a two seven two ah two thousand and seventeen release with Merch Music. You know what I'm saying? Something special. Coney Island, as P dot already referred to. You know that's available for free download on my website. Uh, you could. T- <laughs> yeah. That's what's up. You can check out uh, all the videos. You know what I'm saying on the website. But if you want to go to YouTube, my channel is Mason Made. And uh, you know what I'm saying. It's, thank y'all for having us. You know, man, bless love, everybody that's listening and watching. Man. And uh, to the man up above for this opportunity, man. Much love and respect to everyone. D-Boy. Thanks. For sure, man. Y'all know it's an open-door policy, man. We rock with y'all, not just on mic, off mic. Like, it's it's always open-door policy, and, man. And we, we, we fans up here. So, like, whenever y'all got something new bubbling, y'all, y'all got some projects <laughs> on the flow. Or shit, y'all just want to come through and kick it. Yeah. You know where to find us. It don't got to be in no project attached. Like, yo, we want to come up here and talk shit. You hey, know what I'm saying? I want to get my intro together, man. Yeah, I want my shit like, y'all, let y'all, me go y'all, home and go through yeah, something. Y'all be going crazy. Y'all be crazy. Y'all return visitors so y'all know how we get down. Next time I come back, I'm going to have my shit together. You know what I mean? Don't turn up. I got to watch a couple movies first. Right. You know what I'm saying? Get my lines together. You know? It's a long time coming. Do a couple donut mics when I come up here. It's a long time coming because, you know, we looking back at some first, some old episodes like, yo, this shit. And when we first started doing the intros, it was bad. It was bad. Y'all got it down back now. Mr. Ice Cream melting your mouth. Not you, Otis. Yeah, with no confidence in them. Mr. Nachos, all the cheese. You know what I'm saying? On everything. <laughs> but it's That's come a long way. But yeah, we love having y'all here, man. We look forward to man, the music every time we come. and continue support. Yeah, sure. Sure. Likewise, likewise. Um, do we do a music pick for this week? This is kind they of, are, this is they special, are the, yeah, they special. are the music pick. Yeah, they are the uh, music pick. So we'll run, uh, we'll run Coney Island one back in the notes and, all the, and, all, and all the other previous. Uh, y'all make sure y'all tune in to um, Hot 107.5 tonight. Between the hours of 9 and 1, they're going to be spending Coney Island. You know what I'm saying? And make sure y'all call in and keep us in rotation, man. Like, we already in it, but we want to stay there. You that's feel me? That's Hell yeah. That's easy. That's, a, that's yeah. an easy call. Call in for us. You know what I'm saying? During the drive, we're in the afternoon drive, and we at night now. You know what I mean? We're trying to just keep it going all day, that's every day. Up. And y'all know y'all need to listen to it at night. Ooh. So y'all can get some of that. County Island. I swear, I just want to like <laughs> pull up and hear somebody in the drive-through playing. You know, you know what's so like? Fun- why they getting? Man, you know what's so funny is like on the last <laughs> episode of Shop Talk, Dame shared a 15-minute story about a Coney Island. Yeah, it, was a ter- <laughs> it was a terrible story about Coney Island. <laughs> uh, so y'all, y'all listen to he episode. Said it was terrible. <laughs> it really was. Yeah, I had a I had a horrible experience. Oh <laughs> man! So listen to episode 259. Oh my Damn. god! <laughs> here about what Coney. Here about that Coney Island uh, experience. Oh, man. see, but that's what it is. Yeah, Coney I gotta Island, know which good one or I bad. To go to. Oh, man. I gotta know. Which Everybody one I got to go experience to. at a Coney Island, good or bad. Yeah, I definitely gotta check that out. I Absolutely. remember I got trapped in the bathroom. Some niggas got the knuckling up. I had me and my girls was coming from a cabaret and Jack. I had to pee real, real bad. I'm like, pull over here. You know what I'm saying? They're like, we gonna order us some grub while you do that. You know what I'm saying? I'm in there really using the bathroom. I can't stop my stream because I've been drinking all night. 
I heard the argument pop off. A nigga was mad because he wanted some onions on his burger and shit. And, you know, the Chaldeans like that. Like, get the fuck out of here. I can just hear the argument. He's like, I want some motherfucking onions. And all I heard was somebody come out and get that shit shook. Like, he got hit dead in the jaw. <laughs> yeah. That nigga fell against the door, and I couldn't even get out the bathroom. I had to put some shot. They was laughing at me and shit. That's a similar story. Bold. There was an ass whooping involved. I remember one time I was up at Universal. It was Universal right there on um, Out of Drive and Harper. Okay. Oh man! You know what I'm saying? Y'all the crackhead right came in butt naked. Oh shit! It's always I was, yeah. I, hey, I was like dialing. I was like Eddie off of life with with he uh, had seen my man ball. <laughs> 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 they put your balls like, away. Man, I don't even, even want now. that carry out no more. I don't even want it no more. I'm talking about she came in with y'all the juice. Y'all tap in after this J, podcast the, and tell the, us y'all y'all uh, top Coney the Island experience. The later you in the Coney, the crazier the shit you. The crazier it gonna get. I'm talking about she was ashy. You know, Shaking the it up down low, the looking like Dr. J from the 70s. Damn, that's bad. Yeah, Dr. man. Auntie, auntie was bad that day, man. When a woman looked like Dr. J, that's Titties bad. Titties looked like balled up homework. Oh. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It was just uh, bad, dog. Balled up homework. I can't wait to tell somebody that shit. That's what it was like balled gotta up remember, homework. Man, got to remember that. Tuck it. Yeah, man, that's crazy. Dame, go ahead and take it something. Yo, it's your man Dame going wild on Instagram. Dame going wild on the Twitter. Just drop that I. When you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. It's Shop Talk Podcast, Shop Talk Podcast Studios. Book some time. Uh, shout out to uh, Chai. Shout out to Dot. Uh, yeah. To, Thank uh, you for having me. Um, it's always a pleasure when real players meet. Um, or the treat when players meet. Players. Um, shout out to the blue and the black. Because when you see the blue and the black, you know where you at. Shop Talk Podcast Studio. Book some time. I'm not saying we the Rockefeller podcast, but we are Jay and Dane. Hell yeah. Peace. <laughs> he said, I don't, I don't know if it's a speaker.